looking over the stories. Oh, what's this about the Watchmen creator? Like, saying, like, he said some crazy shit today. Oh, is Alan Moore saying shit again? Yeah. Here, I'll find the article. Alan Moore. Alan Moore's always saying some of the crazy shit. Yeah, his, uh, his, how he despises the superhero movies of modern day. I'm sure he does. Uh, you've seen his... No, he's got a crazy-ass beard. Yes. Yes, he does. Watchman creator Alan Moore issues a scathing takedown of superhero movies. Today's uh, franchised Uber mention. Wow, he looks like a homeless person. Yeah. Yeah, he does. What's this he yes, called? The... He does. And yet, he's written some of the... Uh... Called Birth of a Nation, America's first American superhero movie? What the f... Yeah, that's Alan Moore. I okay. see exactly what he wrote, but Alan Moore is but, always fun. But they made a Watchmen movie. Yeah, he didn't like that either. But it's, it's his franchise. Do, do I need to do? Oh, do we need to go over the entire Alan Moore? Why Alan Moore doesn't like anything Alan Moore? We can as soon as we start the show, and we're going to do that right now. Hey, everybody, welcome back! It's the Squares Roundtable Podcast. We are here once again for your entertainment, for your ear food, not like the the worms that go in your ears, like in Star Trek Two. With me is Jeff Stein. Hello. And Ivan is off spinning. And he's not spinning around. He's just, he's just spinning in a circle somewhere. He's spinning so right We round, hope he right gets round. his equilibrium back next week. We'll be back uh, next week with Ivan. But until then, you got us. So deal with it. We hope you yeah. enjoy it. So He's at the coals. Yeah, he's... A- <laughs> get a self a sweater. It's getting cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might need some earmuffs. That's right. It's kind of cold out there. Actually, it's going to be up to 50 this week. That's good. Is I'm happy. Really? Yeah, I know. Jeez, yeah, finally. you get finally some seasonally accurate weather. Is that is that a phrase? It is now. So how you been, Jeff? How was your weekend? Um, Well, I got to game this weekend. Nice. That was pretty cool. I got to, to do some RPG up at Jackaroo Games. Um, I play, uh, for people who are unaware, I play a lot of D6 Star Wars. So that's, uh, it, it's an old system. But we've kind of, you know, I've been playing this particular game and this particular campaign for probably, God, oh my God, since I got out of college. So... Um, I have changed some characters since those times, but yeah, you know, I walked in at like nine o'clock and I don't think I left the building until like 11, 11 PM. Yeah. <laughs> played, played like three games and nice. got my game swerve on and you know, okay. it was, you're in your groove. You're in the your zone. Uh, now you plan the star Wars role-playing game. Were you avoiding Mandalorian spoilers? You know, it's it's funny you say that. Because for the most part, I've been able to avoid the Mandalorian thing, except for one thing. Yep, and that's all over the internet. And it, it, it just, it's like, really? One tiny little thing, so to speak. Yeah, well, yeah, really. Really, really little. 
which is, which everybody's calling what baby Yoda. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean that just it's like okay. Guess uh, that won't be much of a surprise when I see it. Got it. Good to know. It was the big gasp at the end of episode one. So you had a good time playing the Star Wars game. That's good. I did. I did. And I did get a chance to see I did get a chance to see a couple of a couple of stuff a couple of things on on demand this past week. I'm trying to think of anything else off the top of my head. Yeah, it's been, you know, with the holidays coming up, it's it's been a little bit on the slow side in terms of getting out to get see stuff. I know you did you see Ford Ford versus Ferrari yet? Is no, that... I was gonna catch a Sunday matinee, but it wasn't playing in my hometown, mm. so I I was just uh, vegged out this Sunday on the television. I finished uh, some more entertainment streaming audio uh, video. No, I didn't go see Ford versus Ferrari. I want to see it eventually, maybe before Thanksgiving. I might see it, maybe Black Friday weekend. I I do want to see it though. Yours getting good write ups. Yeah, I'm hearing good things. You know, uh, I, I, I've i heard good things. I I do want to see it. I'm just not – how do I say? Right now, I'm just not feeling like there's anything right now where I'm like, oh, man, I totally need to get to the theater. And, and even on, like, $6 Tuesday, I'm like – like, tomorrow. It's like, oh, I could – maybe I could get to see something. And I'm like, eh. You know, not really. Uh, I, I think I'll feel more like it once a lot of the fall TV goes on hiatus here in about a week or so. I, I think that'll that'll change things. That'll be when I'm sitting there kind of like, okay, there's nothing on TV to watch. I, I should go see movies or something. You know, that that's, I think, when things are going to change. Matter of fact, that's probably when I end up finally going in and breaking out and getting Disney Plus. Right. So. Once the broadcast television dries up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will admit there's a lot of stuff, you know, there's a lot of stuff I've been DVRing and I kind of laugh because it's like, it's like people, you know, it's like, well, haven't you seen this movie? No, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen this. I haven't seen that. So it's like really I've been watching a lot of DVR. I as a matter of fact didn't I think I mentioned last week that I talk a little bit about what I've been DVRing and what I've been watching. So basically just to do it real fast, I, I will admit it's definitely you know, all the superhero shows in terms of the CW shows are there. I have been watching all of those. Um, of them, I would tell you the Supergirl is still probably the best, although Arrow has been very good in its final season so far. Um, the Flash, the Flash meanders at times from good to eh, and and I get bored with it sometimes. Well, the Flash, I, I presume by now they've burned through the whole rogues gallery for Flash, so... What other misadventures are happening on Flash that it can perpetuate this many seasons? Well, the problem is, is that, well, that goes to part of it. Part of it is you introduced a lot of people in season one in terms of rogues. And then really. Not that Flash had a stunning 
No, he uh, does. He's got more rogues of... than you think. Yeah. It's just some of the more lower end ones, like Mirror Master, or got it, it, like for example, one of the ones that off the top of my head would make the most sense, where you could do, you could have built an entire season around it, was Captain Cold. Yeah. He was a, he was his foil in uh, Challenge of the Super Friends. Well, it goes beyond that. It's yeah. just Cold is such an interesting character who's really been fleshed out by in the comics that you could do a lot with him where it's not about killing Barry Allen as much as is it's about, it's about, Hey, I just want to get mine. Um, I, I'm not here to, to, to destroy you as a person or a human being. If you understand what I mean, it's like, you're just in my way. Um, and cold has more morality than a lot of the villains that are out there. But Cold and Heatwave got so popular that they ended up on Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. And and Heatwave's never left Legends of Tomorrow, hmm. which is too bad because Heatwave is kind of a Flash villain. And so we don't get Heatwave. And their sister, who is, I can't remember her name, but she's Cold-based and we don't see her anymore. Hmm. Um, we haven't seen, you know... Well, I can't. Is it Weather Wizard or something like that? I think we've we've seen some of that, but, but you get the point. There's there's some, and there's only so much you can do with Grodd because he costs too much money to do CG. Yeah, with CG, um, you know, and and that's that's part of the problem is, you know, they've they've done some of that. You know, some of the villains that they've had have been interesting. They've done some interesting stuff. It's just. 23 episodes and there are episodes where you literally sit there and go i can skip this one yeah mm. because it doesn't move the plot it's right. it's does this move the plot forward not really is this interesting uh, an interesting enough in episode that i would That's tell a... people to watch it even though it doesn't move the plot forward yeah if there's no villain of the week why why are we what are we just sitting around or yeah, so that's why I say that's there. There, there's it's just bad. well, I mean, there's like, the big bad, and then there's the villain of the week sometimes, or whatever the problem is of the week at the moment, and that's and and I get that you have to have a mix of that, but sometimes there are time or or okay, you have the episode where there is no villain and there's a bunch of other stuff going on, and and I get it, but some of those sometimes are. Not, they're, they're not they're not that interesting or they're not that great and and so I like a lot of the characters it just starts to get to a point where it's like okay I like the characters more than I like the, I like the show um let's see who what else is out there like I said supergirl's phenomenal supergirl has been since last season supergirl's been on fire that that's their best that's their best of the superheroes. Did they finish right the Red Sun arc? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And what's his name from uh, uh, John Cryer was phenomenal as Lex Luthor. Just phenomenal. And and they've done a lot. You know, they've done a lot of character development, and yet at the same time, they've made it interesting. And and they've moved the they've moved the needle forward. And it's a good show. 
you know, and, they, yeah. Now they, things are starting to coalesce for the uh, crisis uh, series coming up. Well, it's weird because, and see, that's interesting too because, like, some shows we've seen none of that. Like Black Lightning, we've seen nothing about that yet, even though we now have spoilers that show him in it, and there's a spoiler that's out there in terms of a preview that's out there where they go to recruit him and he's talking about how his world is gone, which is going to be interesting. Because, well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Black Lightning, Black Lightning, Black Lightning is, is, there's part of me where it's interesting. There's part of me where I'm like, I'm tired. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of of this storyline that doesn't, that it, it feels like it's just taking too long to get to where they need to go. And, and, and I don't know. I, I just, I feel like after season one, that show has kind of gotten to where I'm like, eh. You're just like Tom I, Hanks with the robot building saying, I don't get it. It's not that I don't yeah. get it. It's that you're just bored? It's, it's, well, it's like, okay, the start of this season, the way they're, they're, because they decided that they were going to bring Markovia into it. And for people who are not aware, Markovia is a nation within the DC universe that is actually the home to, to Geoforce and his sister Terra. And in the comics, they're not necessarily known as a terrorist organization, terrorist country or anything like that. But this ASA group is making it sound like that. And I'm not sure if that's the case or not, or what, what the real deal is, but they've this ASA thing, which is kind of like the government has kind of been taken over Freeland and basically quarantined it. And, you know, it's, it's very, you know, it's kind of almost got this, a little bit of this, you know, ghettos concentration camp kind of feel a little to it. And it's like, okay, when's black lightning going to do something? And it's, 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 it's building. And I like the build, but I just feel like, okay, I'd like black lightning to just go out there and kick some butt. And I wish they would kind of keep things simple, but they've decided they just like last season, they spent a lot of time introducing a lot of stuff that I'm not sure why they had to do it. And, mm. and so that was problematic to me. Uh, again, you know, arrow arrow has been good because they, they're knocking it out of the park. That's good. For, for right. The final because, well, and the other thing is, yeah, it's the last season. So they're knocking it out of the park. Good. They're the one show where, yeah, pretty much everything going on in Arrow right now has to do with... They're tying up loose ends? or And with the crisis stuff. Okay, right. And with the crisis stuff. So it, it's giving it a different feel, too, which is kind of cool. Because, you know, all right, Ollie's now dealing with something that's way out of his proportional league, if you know what I mean. Um, and yet they're finding ways that this ties back to where a lot of the episodes tie back to different seasons within arrow itself. So it's, it's been, it's been well done. It's been interesting and, and they've been good hours to watch. So they, they've been fun. Those, those, so that's, that's the DC shows. Uh, Nancy drew. I've been watching, which is new. I feel there's something about it that I'm I'm still okay with. 
But at the same time, I, I do feel like you can tell that this is like somebody trying to revive a property like Greg Berlanti tries to revive one, and it's just not there. You know, I'm curious. I'm curious if it gets a season two. I don't know. I don't know if it's done a well. It's done well enough. They they've added a supernatural feel, and the thing is, they've made it where there are, are real ghouls or or ghosts, if you know what I mean. And it's like, did we really need to add that? <laughs> you know, did did that really need to get added? I'm not sure. Riverdale, Riverdale is Riverdale, and. Is you know, that a I, good or a bad thing? River, how do I put this? Riverdale is kind of one of those shows where it's like, it's gotten to the point where it's, okay, you watch Riverdale and you sit there and go, okay, how much more crazy crap could possibly go on in this small little town? Hmm. And well, it's getting to be like Twin Peaks or what? It's kind of got a little bit of that Twin Peaks to it. Absolutely. It does have a Twin Peaks to it. it. It does have that feeling like it's like, you know, I've joked with people. It's like never, ever live in a small town. <laughs> Riverdale has proved to me I don't want to live in small towns. But yeah, uh, it, you know, the villain, you know, the villains are the villains and they're good. Archie, they, they, they've made a way. Archie at times is a little too brooding from my taste. And, and I, I missed the part where he was a little bit more... In a couple of the earlier seasons, he was a little bit more happy. If you know what I mean. Yeah, just more positive, kind of. Yeah, he had a little bit more of a happier vibe. In fairness, I wonder how much... You know, the story took a little bit of a turn because obviously, Matt, you know, uh, Luke Perry died. So now it's Archie... You know, Archie doesn't have a father anymore either. So... The positive is that means we're getting Molly Ringwald on a regular basis who's playing Archie's mom, which is kind of cool. But, um, and I am kind of surprised, I will say I am kind of surprised that the couplings have kept about the same, if you understand what I mean. I'm a little surprised by now we're still with it, we're in what, season four or season five? I don't know. And, and I would have thought by now... Maybe Veronica would be with somebody else, or maybe Betty would not be with Jughead still, and yet they still are. I'm, and I'm not against it, but I'm just surprised. Okay. Uh, At least you're just still you're still engaged on some level. Yes. No, it's a good show. It's okay. a good show. It's interesting. You know, Jughead is pretty much the Jughead pretty much plays the narrator on that show. Huh. And for the most part, that show is really about about Jughead, Betty, Archie, Veronica. Right. There are some other players here. Uh, well, obviously Hiram Lodge too is the bad guy, but and I mean, Reggie. Some other what about Reggie? That get brought into the get brought into it, but yeah, it's well, I shouldn't say that. Cheryl Blossom does get brought in quite a bit, but yeah, it's it, I'm surprised how little Reggie has to do. Uh, not to say that he's not on the show, but I'm surprised there hasn't been more with him. Ox has kind of been, um, is it Ox? Moose. Yeah, the big guy. Uh, yeah, he's he's not. He he. They're they're barely doing anything with him. 
if anything, what's interesting about Riverdale is is that they do have a little bit for the adults to do, you know, like Jughead's dad and and Betty's mom and and Veronica's two parents. You, you get the idea. Yeah. So so you know there, there's there's something at least to that. Okay. But yeah, yeah, I think you know Riverdale's a, is a top sh- is is a solid show. I do watch it. To me, the shows that have re- I've I've really kind of started to really enjoy is um, All Rise, which is on CBS, which ironically is on on a Monday night, is a a, a black woman who has become one of the the federal court judge, one of the judges at federal court in Los Angeles. And I like it because it's a law show, and yet at the same time, it pretty much gets done in one episode, but it's not as heavy as, say, it's a little more quirky. It's a little more light. They take serious topics, but it's not like you're sitting there going, okay, this is law and order. It, it, it's got it sounds like L.A. Law. Like L.A. Law, would, I remember they used to do that. They'd take a hot-button issue... Mm-hmm. And just make a subject of the week and then just have their little trial and then it'd be over. And then sometimes they'll have like a funny subplot or something, but it's not exactly like that, but it's a lot lighter tone. Yeah. Like it's a lot hard. lighter tone. Yeah. And it's even, it's an even lighter tone than LA law in some ways. I miss um, LA law, man. Yeah. You know, that's a show that, you know, it's funny that that's, it's interesting you say that because the other show I've been watching is bluff city which is the Jimmy Smith show where he's playing a lawyer in Memphis. <laughs> and at first I was like, no, nah, I don't want to watch this. I, I watched the first pilot episode and I was hooked. It's a good show. That's the show that you're talking about. That's like LA law. Yeah. Okay. That's the show. If you're looking for an LA law show. Yeah. Uh, Bluff city, which ironically is also a Monday night show. That's a definite. Yes. I am watching the good doctor just cause it's a solid show. Um, I'm trying to think of what else shows that I'm really enjoying. God friended me. If you're not, if God friending me is a superior version to touched by an angel or highway to heaven for people who never wanted it to get that far. And it's far more interesting. I think my I grandma mean, watched a uh, touched by an angel. Touched by an angel. Oh, um, no, I mean, uh, uh, highway to heaven, Michael. Landry. Right. It's it's just, it's kind of a similar vibe, but not nearly as preachy, not nearly that far, far more accessible. It's a really solid show. And this is in a God Friend of Me is what season two now? Yeah, season two. It's on Sunday nights. The only problem with it is is that because if there's a football game, oh, like, and it's um, on NBC. No, that's a CBS show. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Cause... Yeah, so if there's a football, there's a late football game, it's like, okay, you almost got to double-check to make sure you Yeah, check your DVR, thing. right. Yeah, um, which is frustrating. But that's a solid show. The other show that I really am kind of enjoying is All-American, which is on which is on CW, which is the best way I can put it is it's kind of like more of an urban 90210. It, okay. It's, Kind of got a 90210 feel to it. It's a little more urban. It's it's an interesting show, and it's about a guy. It's about a guy, uh, an African American kid who ends up going to a Beverly Hills school, 
to play football. And but he's really from Cren- he li- really lives in Crenshaw. And oh. there's some other aspects to it. it. It's interesting. It's a good peep. It's a good show. I'm trying to think what else I'm watching. Obviously, this is us. God, it's slow sometimes. This is us is slow. A uh, million little pieces. While it's good, again, slow. Um, I like these. I, I mean, I like some of these pieces where it's you know it's personal drama and people talking about their lives and stuff like that. But some of it's just like, where's the action? <laughs> or where's where you know? Can we make it a little bit more fun and less emo? Where's the car chases? Where's the explosions? I don't even need that. I just need it sometimes to be a little bit more lighter, funny at times. Um, like, for example, it's funny. I think, is it this week? Yeah, this week This Is Us is doing their Thanksgiving episode. It's like Thanksgiving episodes for This Is Us. It's like the place, they, that's like the family. If I ever got invited for Thanksgiving, I'd be like, no, thanks. Because no. you know something's going to happen or somebody's yeah, going to die. Yeah, something's or... going to happen and it's not going to go well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, and I feel like I'm missing a few things. But like I said, that's a lot of TV. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a lot of TV. So that's why, like, at times I haven't gotten anything because it's like I haven't gotten out to movies because it's like, well. I, I yeah, got, your DVR's full. <laughs> my DVR's halfway full. <laughs> um, and it's funny. Oh, and I've been doing the Connors, too which is the half hour, which is the one that, because it's funny. And then Perfect Harmony is a half hour that I've been doing too. That is um, Bradley Whitford, who was the guy who was on West Wing. So he's playing this this um, this guy who is from the North, who is teaching a choir in Kentucky, a church choir in Kentucky. How And they're trying to win like this contest thing. And he's like a fish out of water and they're all like acting acting like these goody two shoes who are like God fearing. And he's like, Oh, give me a break, which is kind of funny. Um, but it tries too hard in sections. So I'll mm. give it a little bit more time, but, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that, um, no, that's a lot though. Yeah. You've been, yeah, you've been on the, the boob tube. Yes. <laughs> I am the tube that is the boob, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, like I said, I didn't mean to take up that much, but I, I did remember that I mentioned that I would talk about stuff that I was watching. Cause sometimes people are like, so what are you watching? And it's like, a lot. <laughs> a lot. So, But, yeah, to me, you know, if you're, if you're looking for new shows that are just starting up, off the top, I would say Godfriended Me is phenomenal. All Rise is great. I've really enjoyed that. And then, yeah, I would say those. And then All American. I do like All American. I mean, if you're looking for new shows that are kind of still in early on that you can pick up things, those are the ones I would talk about. I would I would recommend to check out. But that's just me. All right. So in the meantime, Mike, how was your week? Did you see anything? Did you do anything? You've got Disney Plus. Yes, I did. Right? Uh, dropped Friday. It took me like a half hour to figure out how to get the app on my smart TV because I'm okay. not smart. Yeah, The TV is smart, but I'm not. So once I got it on my smart TV, then of course I had it on my phone. So I watched like that Friday afternoon, right when I got out of work, I watched mm-hmm. episode one of The Mandalorian. And then that night I went downstairs because I got to put it on my TV because I want to watch it on the big, big TV. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I got it on the TV. I watched... Um, uh, yeah, I watched 
the first episode. I watched first two episodes of the Mandalorian twice because I wanted to take it all in. You know, not, not that I'm one to be able to seek out all the Easter eggs and all that, but I did see the black hole on HD, the HD cut. And some of the HD footage doesn't hold up. Maybe it's just the bandwidth or the streaming that might be just a little choppy at times. But yeah, I, that that movie is just has a special place in my heart because when I was nine years old, uh, my sisters and I were dropped off at a Disney double feature was Sleeping Beauty and The Black Hole, and that movie just like captured my imagination as a as a young lad. Yeah, I've always been surprised at, at that the age they of haven't. You know, there's there's some there's something where I've always kind of sat there and been like, why have they not done? Because now, well, now Disney has an excuse not to because now they have the Star Wars franchise. But it was Disney's answer to the black. There's no oh, the black hole was a Disney's answer to Star Wars, obviously at the time, yeah. yeah. And it um it was in production before Star Wars came about, but in, obviously when when Star Wars was a hit. Uh, Disney executive says, we need one of those. We have one of those, don't we? And someone said, yeah, we got this old story here, so let's do that. So anyway, so I, I watched that. it's funny because it's like, why not? I, well, I don't know. To me, I kind of laugh because it's like, especially now with Disney Plus, to me, I would be like, sure, give it a shot. You know, put sink some money into it. Do it as a Disney Plus exclusive and see if you could get some people that want to watch it, but that's just me. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I got Disney plus. I've watched the first two episodes of Mandalorian. I haven't watched any of the other, what's the other original content? Uh, lady and a tramp and, um, Noel. That's a, I'm not watching any, I've not watched Noel because it's not December. Uh-huh. Uh, and the lady and tramp. It's like, I, I remember I dated a girl. Who was a big fan of Lady and the Tramp? I'm like, what? okay, okay, but so I got her. A, I forgot. I think I got her a, like a cell or something, like or a print or something of of one of the uh-huh. the iconic scene where they're eating spaghetti in the back of the Italian restaurant yeah. or whatever. But anyway, um, so and then when this a couple days later, when people found out about the added scene in Episode Four uh, with McClunky, McClunky, so. And my clunky. So I had to go, okay, so I Disney Plus, episode four, queue it up. All right, that's what that's about. Okay, fine. Like, it was, why did they even add it in? I don't know. But it's dumb. Well, yeah, I, I wonder if some of it isn't just to get people talking. Yeah, they're just obviously we're, we're talking about it, so they succeed. Right. Well, just like there are certain movies that apparently got disclaimers in front of them and I'm like why but I don't know I, it's but, well so yeah McClunky is a thing uh, episode 1 and 2 of the Mandalorian I'm not going to drop any spoilers here but I'm just going to say it's good so far it's got a lot of potential and it's world building because uh-huh. like me I'm not I'm just a casual Star Trek Star Wars fan. I know uh-huh. more about Star Trek than I do Star Wars. But I, I was grown up to like both things. I'm not one or two, one or the other like some uh-huh. people. It's like Trek versus Wars. I like them both. And but I if I had to choose between the two, I'd take Star Trek. But as a casual, I don't know much about the Mandalorians. So, it's cool to see like they had a scene where he's in like a Mandalorian like encampment and he's 
getting like a piece of his armor made. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, it's really good so far. So I'm liking it, and uh, I'll be watching it. I'll be continuing it, and it's fun. Like you know, every Friday afternoon, I'm like, oh, time to go home and watch Star Wars. I'm like, never heard of that before. But see, it's because I didn't watch the um, the animated series, like the Clone Wars. Did you right. I didn't watch any of that. Or oh, Rebels. I wasn't. I was kind of watching Rebels for a little while, then I kind of fell out of it. I'm like, eh. eh. Well, the other problem with the, both of those shows is, okay, you needed to remember when the new one got released. Yeah. You needed to, uh, did you DVR it? Did you not DVR it? Did and it's a heavy it? arc story, so if like you missed two episodes, you right, don't know you what's missed, going on. Exactly. Versus, right. versus, okay, Oh, new Mandalorian. Oh, did I miss it? Okay, well here it is. It's okay. I can watch it here. Yeah. No biggie. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's huge. Are they coming out once a week or is it? Cause... Well, yes, every Friday now because they had episode one ready to go at launch day. Right. And then uh, they dropped a s- episode two the following Friday, which is like what three four days later. Right. And then so now it's every Friday. So. Episode three drops Friday. And how many episodes is there? Is it eight? I don't know. But this one was shorter. Episode two was just a few minutes shorter than episode one. Okay. What kind of what other episode time running at? Uh, I think there's like thirty some odd minutes. It's under forty minutes. Wow. But it's high budget. It's like watching a movie. Well, I mean, that explains it. The, yeah. The, yeah, the budget is high for these episodes. Well, that makes sense. So then the other thing that's probably cool about it is if you're keeping high budget and low minutes, that means that really in reality you're not bored. Episode 1 was 39 minutes. Or they're calling them chapters. Chapter mm-hmm. 1 was 39 minutes. Chapter 2 was 32 minutes. Okay. And the end credits is like like detailed like artistic storyboards of scenes that happened in that episode. So it's like cool looking at like really nice mm. artwork. Uh, storyboards uh, during the credits. That's cool. Yeah, it is cool. I like the art. You know. Well, I, know I was only one one thing about the Mandalorian. Yeah. Because 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 Baby Yoda has taken over the whole freaking goddamn social media <laughs> internet. Yeah, that only stayed like I don't think it made. It didn't make it till the weekend. Uh, no. When that, oh no. Was, so, yeah, it, no, that, that thing uh, was everywhere. Even if I wanted to avoid it, and, I could. And there's, I'm sure there's about 50 different people on Etsy making uh, plushies now. <laughs> oh, forget, forget plushies. The memes are the memes are already. Yes, out there. they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Like the one where it's like Yoda does his. I don't know if you saw the one where Yoda Yoda is doing. There is no try. There is only do. Yes. And the, and the little one goes, "Okay, boomer." He's like, "Now see here, you little shit." <laughs> That was the best one. And then there's the other one where the Mandalorian's got his rifle and the baby's next to him and the baby says, take the shot. Oh, I didn't see that one. That's good. I'll put that in the chat. Anyway. Okay. No, that's that's a good one, too. Yeah. So I heard there was like a Goldblum Travels the World or some weird show that he's doing. And there's another series on, uh, I guess, because Net. Geo is also part of Disney Plus, so uh-huh. I know there's one episode where um, Brie Larson was in it. But uh, speaking of which, yeah, we get lots of Marvel news. They've I think they announced like 39 more Marvel movies until 2023. 
Did they really? Yeah. Well, yeah, they've they've added a few more movies now, not just they've added a few more movies now uh, to the Marvel roster up to 2023. See, this this is when trouble begins. I think this is when we get. I think this is when the trouble begins. Is they think? I mean, there is demand for it. Don't get me wrong, but I think if you're going to continually have four year, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure about that. But, okay, let's see how it goes. Do you think there's really demand for four a year? We'll see. Well, Star Wars thought they were able to do three a year, or two a year. One in the fall and one in the summer. or Yeah, or one in Christmas and one in summer. They thought right. they could do that with Rogue One and Solo. But then they kind of tripped well, over their own the feet. Well, but funny about that, because they didn't do that with Rogue One. That's Rogue right. One yeah, is, Rogue, yeah, Rogue, Rogue One, One was... It's in December. That's right. Yeah, Rogue... Solo I remember the, the trailer was in April. Tried. Yeah. Solo was the only one that they tried in May, and I'm still not convinced that half the problem isn't that you put it too close to Avengers. Um, yeah. Like, I'm still not positive of that, but... Yeah, like uh, Infinity War was May, and then Solo was like late June. Was it late June? I think no it was. Way. I think it was mid, either mid to late, or was it? I July? thought it was mid May. I thought oh, it was yeah. like right next to. I thought it was something like maybe it was early June. Solo, oh, whatever. And then Deadpool, and it's like that was the other problem. Yeah, and Deadpool like, too came out that summer. Was like all at the. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, Disney Plus is good, so I'm digging it. I'll dig into more of the original content and I will be rewatching at least I want to watch these episodes at least twice just to catch them so I don't just to soak it all in because there's well, that's the other thing I'm un, I'm under the impression I've, I've I've heard that apparently some of the deleted scenes from Endgame are also available yeah I remember right before Disney Plus launched they talked about the deleted scene where uh, Tony Stark talks to his adult daughter yeah after he snaps uh, yeah, right. To, Supposedly to... that's available now. Okay, that's uh, also that's on the... Standing. Okay. So it sounds like there's some added bonus content and whatnot. And... No, good yeah, on that, there. That's... And... Was... Oh, God. Go ahead, Jeff. Oh, I was gonna say. I. So, what else? What anything else other than yeah. going through a whole uh, bunch of content? Um, watch season three of the Toys That Made Us on Netflix. Okay. And it was better than there was. Well, there, it was overall better season. I think they've they kind of captured the whole. Uh, they can the whole drama, like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one. Mm-hmm. Uh, was really good. I, I I got me a little choked up at the end uh, because the creators um, kind of parted ways, and uh, so it was, yeah, it was good. And uh, you, I think you'd enjoy the wrestling one. Oh, really? Uh, because there was a lot of drama in that too, especially because the whole thing between Remco and Galoob and LJN when they when. Vince McMahon first created the WWF when he all these toy companies were trying to get the license for it 
and and we all know how shrewd Vince McMahon is. Yeah. And the thing is, though, too, is that it was they also uh, focused on the, the the backdrop of this toy thing was also the feud between him and Ted Turner when he created WCW. Yeah. And so, like, Ted Turner tried to take him out, but Vince McMahon came out on top. And in the backdrop, we get the evolution of these toys. And for, I didn't know for a while that Hasbro had the license to uh, the fig, the rest WWE figures. And I guess they weren't very good. But that I, I think yeah, Jax I, is the one that has the license right now. And I, I guess think so. I guess they're pretty good. You know, I gotta be honest. I, I was never, I was never into the WWE figures. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but it it sounds like there might have been some interesting stuff about the oh yeah about the, about the, the what is essentially the late nineties early two thousands with the with the with the what is what is called the Monday Night War oh yeah the Monday between, yeah between WCW Nitro and Monday Night Raw right they did focus on that too like I said you should watch if any if any of the ones you should watch I think that's the one. Well, it's funny because it's like Vince McMahon is shrewd and he's so smart, and yet he gave us he gave us characters like Skinner and the Gobbledygooker. <laughs> yeah, the, okay? they do so talk he, about the 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 Gobbledygook. I think God. hashtag he, he make really, the Gobbledygook figure. <laughs> oh my god! There's a Gobbledygook figure. I no, no, there was a hashtag horrible. to maybe get one made or something, but that was I think that was a joke. Uh, but also the how interesting how like when Mattel got the license. That's right, yeah. Mattel has the license now, mm. and when Mattel got the license, they understood that there's more female wrestler fans, mm-hmm. and so they made more figures based on the female wrestlers because that rose to prominence in the 2000s and the early two and the in the, the aughts. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting too. Like I said, it was really good. They didn't talk to many of the wrestlers, I don't believe. Just some toy some wrestling toy experts, which is just pretty much like super fans who are like they get a chance to be interviewed for this documentary. I get so interviewed. That's it. The other I'm ones cool. were um uh My Little Pony and Power Rangers and the um, again you get a lot of the backseat the backstage drama, uh especially with uh, the guy uh Haim Saban, who owns uh-huh. Power Rangers, and how his relationship with Bondi, and that was interesting too. But yeah, I liked season three, and this delivered. So I'm in- no, I mean, I, I've always I hear good things about that show. So yeah, the Star Wars one, I'd still say was probably one of the best ones. The Barbie one was really good too, because those those chicks was uh, they were out for blood. When any other toy line, any other company made a dolls line to compete with Barbie, they'd go in and like. Right. Well, yeah. that makes sense too. Just take them I out. Mean, they were Barbie was on top, and those chicks were. Uh... Barbie was on top. Yeah, that's yeah, that's <laughs> right. Hey, man, it's the truth. Anyway, so that, yeah, that was my week. That, uh, I don't, I don't recall whips and chains Barbie. I oh, there's probably one out there. There probably is. Probably some. Uh, you said to the places of the web that make all the unlicensed uh clothing for barbie yeah, I'm sure uh just is. getting ready for thanksgiving too like i said i didn't see ford versus ferrari i'm gonna get to it eventually maybe next yeah. week now that i've only got one episode of mandalorian next week i don't know if i'm gonna do that that uh watch the episodes now that i got them all at my fingertips i don't know if i want to do the 
thing like I did with Marvel last year leading up to uh, Episode Nine. Oh yeah. Yeah, because now I got I'd have to watch like two a week. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I got too much to do. We're on Thanksgiving here, so. Plus, 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 you'd be stuck having to watch. Well, never mind. I'm gonna leave that alone. Yeah, there was. Yeah, there were the. There's the uh, Jar Jar. Yeah. No, I wasn't even thinking about Jar Jar. Okay. okay. I'd much rather watch Jar Jar than Last Jedi, but that's McClunky. Me. McClunky. <laughs> McClunky. I have a feeling that's our episode name. It's McClunky. Ah. Uh, and I think it's been it's out there now, so believe it to watch. We'll figure something out. So yeah, I yeah, did some streaming too, and like I said, uh, the, watching the snow melt. So hopefully, get the leaves done in time for Thanksgiving. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. No, I like I said. I, I let's see. I'm trying to think of any. As long as we're we're talking streaming for a second, so I guess Netflix is doing an exclusive Beverly Hills Cop Four. Okay. So we'll see. All right. That that makes sense to me. That you know, although I, it's funny because you'd think that that's something that could go to the theaters. I guess HBO Max is talking about a Friends reunion special. Hmm. Um, I thought though actually probably the most interesting piece this week. I, did have you ever, did you ever watch soap operas as a kid? No, because um, growing up, summer vacations. Me and I'd watch grand. Uh, me and Grandma would watch the game shows. Okay. And then when the the soap operas came on, I went outside and played. Okay. <laughs> so no, I didn't watch the soap operas. Guess, yes, the big news about the Days of Our Lives. This right. Week. That was what I was going to get to, yeah. which is really, you know, it, it, it's interesting because I guess they have enough material to go through to sometime in August 2020. But it's going to be interesting to see where this all goes, because if if that's gone, then I'm trying to think, is it I think there really are only I think that was one of the last four that still exists. Yeah, because Young and the Restless ended. No, Young and the Restless is still there. I thought they I thought the show ended. No, it's Young and the Restless and Bold and the Beautiful because they're half hours and they're on CBS. Where's it? Days of Our Lives? I don't remember. Days of Our Lives is on NBC still. Okay. And then General Hospital is on. Jeez. Is on ABC. That's it. That's it. The soap opera. That's the. That's where we're at with with the daytime soap opera, which huh. once was the most dominant thing. On daytime TV. Nope. Now it's reality shows, judge shows, talk shows. Cooking shows. Cooking shows. Um, yeah. No, I... Oh, and, yeah, speaking of wrestling, oh, yeah, we did watch the... There was a wrestling episode of uh, Toys of Us, and last week South Park had uh, a Macho Man uh, yeah, kind of cameo. Why did after Macho... Why did... It's like, why does he got? Why is the? Why do they have to have him look like Macho? He looked exactly like Macho Man. I know. He even that's... did a "Ooh yeah" kind of. Ooh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's. But to to their credit, he did a good impression of. Uh, Macho Man. Yeah. And then the other big news of the week is apparently CM Punk is back, at least doing com doing some sort of analyst work for 
Fox on WD, WWE programming, and by the time this airs, we'll have heard what he's going to do for the first time, so that'll be interesting. Um, trying to think of anything else until we get to get until we get to other there's because I know there's other stuff we need to get to, but oh, I did um, I did get a chance to see two movies over the weekend off of off of uh, on demand. Um, I did get a chance to finally see Good Bo- Good Boys. Oh, is that that's uh, Seth Rogen one? The Seth Rogen one. Yeah, I mean, it was good. It had its moments, but I really kind of felt like... I kind of felt like a lot of what they did was for effect to get the laughs, if you know what I mean. Just shock value? Just shock value to get laughs. That some of the jokes were... Like, at one point to hold certain people back from getting out of a door at, at a convenience store, they use, they use a dildo, a double-ended dildo to hold the door closed. See, though, that's so funny, huh? I mean, just like, hmm. they're, they, they go to go kiss the... They're working on their kissing because they're going to go to a kissing party. So... So, to me, it... So, it's like, oh... One of the guys had one of the guys has a has a has what they call a CPR doll. It's not no. a CPR doll. It's one of those like real dolls that costs like thousands of dollars to get. And it's like I don't know how. Maybe yeah, the CPR be... dummy just has like the upper torso. I mean, that's all. I mean, it's just from the waist up. Not even have like they don't have like arms past the elbow. Yeah, well, and and I mean, I guess the thing that's weird is it's like they're supposed to be in sixth grade, and I just feel like, especially in this day and age, sixth graders, for sixth graders, they seemed awful sheltered about like reality. Like in sixth grade, I feel like I knew that would like I would have known that was a sex doll, <laughs> if you understand what I mean. Yeah. Well, I was pretty sheltered too. <laughs> I understand, but I mean, I mean, literally, it was like that's not a CPR doll. <laughs> it's like I feel like at twelve I was smart. Mark, even you would have been smart enough at twelve to go. That's not a, you know, just like, just like they're trying to like Google like kissing and they end up on a porn site and he's like, they're like, oh my god, look at what they're doing and that's disgusting. I don't know. I, I feel like for 12, that's not exactly how I was acting at that point. But that's just me. No. Um, there is the one kid, the, the guy, uh, the black kid, who in character, his name is Lucas. And that kid, I swear to you, it's like, if you ever had a secret that you wanted to tell somebody, that you were like, whatever you do, don't say anything. This kid would basically tell it in two seconds flat. And that's what he does like the entire movie. Oh, okay. And it's like, to some people it would be really, it's kind of funny, but I'm kind of like, okay, so basically he's the ridiculous goody goody. I I don't know. Like I said, 
It was amusing. I'd call it a two yeah man movie. Two out of five? Whoa. Yeah. Two and a half. Okay. Well, you got a couple of good laughs out of it? I got a couple of good laughs out of it. Okay, good. I, I, I'm glad I didn't see it in the theater. Oh, gosh. Um, on the other hand, I did see Racing on the, Racing in the Rain, which it, which was that dog movie oh, last summer. Oh. Uh, with uh, Milo, what's his name, from This Is Us, and then a Magnus Siegfried, and then I can't remember who's the voice. Is it, is it Jeff Daniels? Solid movie. Okay. Solid movie. Was that Kevin for, Costner? Was it Kevin Costner? I don't know. I don't know. It was voice I can't the, it was like the, the dog was. who narrated the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, it's your usual typical that kind of movie, but at the same yeah. time, it was better than the usual one. Okay. It was a solid. It was solid. If you like those kind of movies, this was a better than usual one. You know, um, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed it far more. I enjoyed it far more than Good Boys, that's for sure. Uh, I would I would give it three and a half yeah mans. Good. I don't know. I, you know, I feel like I could give it more, but I don't know that I want to go there. All right. But um, And so then next week is the, well, the, this weekend is the big, huge weekend with uh, Elsa versus Mr. Rogers. Oh, God. Versus uh, the 21 Bridges. Is that what the, is that what this is this weekend? That's the yeah, the big three coming out this weekend. Well, we already know what's going to win. Yeah, we already know. I mean, yeah. Snow, Frozen is going to be like an avalanche. Mm. If anything, this is a good weekend to see anything but Frozen. You right. should be just fine. Yeah, you, you get it all the whole road yourself. Seriously, just don't go see Mister Roger. I feel bad. I have this funny feeling that 21 Bridges may not do the numbers it should. Yeah, I think you might be right. I think I think it may not do the numbers you should because I think what's going to end up happening is the people who are not going to get stuck going to see Frozen are going to end up at Mr. Rogers. Because hmm. it's Tom Hanks. And That's a Mr. family Rogers movie, and... too. I don't know if 21 Bridges is rated R, I think. I don't know if it's R or, or PG-13. I'm not sure. I can look it up. Not sure either. Like I said, it's one of those where... Uh, 21 Bridges comes out... Oh, it's only... Um, According to Rotten Tomatoes, it's... It's it's only 47% from critics. Yeah, I don't... It's rated R. I'm not ready to justify Rotten Tomatoes yet, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I hear you. But these are from critics, actual critics, oh, from not the critics? Uh, not not the because it's okay. not out yet. So these okay. aren't fan reviews. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> but no, this is um, it's rated R, so yeah. it's not obviously not going to do as well. I don't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the the uh, only thing is based on. I just wonder for a movie like that what a bad number is, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's what's a bad number for that? You know, is 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 well, okay. Let's be honest. Less less than ten million is bad, but is it? You got to make twenty. 
Is 15 a bad number? Is 12 a bad number for that movie? I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I, that that's that's my concern. Is it's unfortunate and it's too bad because those are. We'll see. I'm I'm curious to see that it's, it's a holiday. You know, you've got the holiday weekend coming up. We'll see. We'll see if that. We'll and now you've got three over. generations of people who grew up watching Mr. Rogers. Right. And Tom Hanks is still good box office draw. Yep. The thing is, I talked to, to, to with people at work today. I was like, I saw the documentary, Won't You Be My mm-hmm. Neighbor, and it was yeah. good. But the thing is, it's just Tom Hanks. It's why I didn't go see that movie Sully, because it's just Tom Hanks in a mustache flying an airplane. I mean, it's Tom Hanks. I can't get over the fact that it's it's not Mr. Rogers. I don't know. I've seen enough. I've seen a couple commercials with him when he. Yeah, I'm sure he'll do fine. And you know what? He's got it down. Yeah, I'm sure he'll do fine. But I, I just me personally, I, I'll watch it eventually. But I'm not in a hurry. Yeah, I. Again, I'm not. Again, none of these are things where I'm like immediately in a hurry that I'm like, yeah. oh my god, I have to see. Even for Ford and Ferrari, I'm not like that one. I'm that has my the highest amount of interest right now, up, leading up to Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's kind of interesting. I feel like one of the things that is that we didn't have this year that we've had in previous years is some sort of big time movie that lands. Well, actually, I take it back. What am I saying? I was about to say we don't have a, like a really big time movie that's going to land right before Thanksgiving uh, or sometime yeah. in November, but th- that's not true. The answer to that question is unfortunately a movie that neither one of us want to see. Is is it's, it's Frozen? It's Frozen Two. Mm-hmm. It's Frozen Two. Frozen Two is going to just destroy everything in sight. Including... I don't think it'll do the numbers that that Frozen One did. You don't I, think so? We've, no, we've had a couple of shorts past since then of the frozen series and popular though it's not it's yes it's very popular but i don't think it's going to do the numbers that's frozen one did i don't know i don't know i i think every kid on the planet wants to go see that movie you know Hmm. i i I just we'll see I, I hope there's a part of me where I'm like, yeah, I hope But this right, weekend, but... it's got to split the receipts with uh, Tom Hanks and Mr. Rogers, so. Well, like I said, I think that's... You see, in Frozen, that first Frozen came up like, it was sort of like grassroots. The way that Frozen, it just kept building and building and more and more people were talking about it. And then that song went over the radio yeah. then the song we're talking about you know which one we're talking about yeah, yeah. and that one hit saturation that and, song yes that song and so this one the hype is there and the Disney machine knows how to hype a film yep and you I mean, know that you, there's and you've been like watching ABC the, the last couple of weeks you'll yeah. know that they've been promoting the hell out of Disney Plus and Frozen 2 what was 2. I watching that they it wasn't even on ABC oh I know what it was I was watching The Masked Singer on Fox? On Fox, and they have Oh, that's... Special... Well, Fox is... Well... Well, not that Fox, but I'm sure it's part of a deal. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. I've been watching The Masked Singer, too. That that show's hysterical. The only thing is, is you got to make sure not to look at the internet, because otherwise it's no fun. 
Oh, the internet has spoiled it? Of course they do. They all oh. sit there and they all try to figure out what the heck it is. That's why I can't look at it. The first season I looked at the internet because I was like, oh, I want to know what everybody thinks. And then after I got done the first season, I was like, I'm not asking the internet ever again. It's no fun. Oh. It's much more fun to sit there and have your wacky ideas and be wrong. <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah. Like you said, it, that show could be better, but it is it, it is fun. And uh, what's his name? Ken Jeong is funny on that show. The judges yeah. are good. Triumph, Triumph the, the comic dog was on last week, and he was hysterical. They had he Triumph really the good. comic insult dog as yep. one of the judges? Yeah, they brought him as a guest judge. Okay. He was good. Wow, I'm glad he's still getting work. Well, they had him the week before they had Anthony Anderson. So... He's a funny guy. Yeah. They've had some interesting people. Right. They totally botched last week. Last week, it was funny. They all kept thinking it was Lindsay Lohan, and really it was Kelly Osbourne. Whoa. Yeah, Kelly Osbourne. And it was funny because Kelly Osbourne was in his costume, and she kept getting mad because everybody insisted they thought she was Lindsay Lohan, but she'd, she'd swerved them all. Nobody had her. I didn't even think it was her. I was like, there, that would have been the last person I would have thought of. So, yeah. Um, okay. Speaking of last things we that any, apparently anybody thought of was apparently Charlie's Angels this week. Yeah, that was on the back of everybody's mind. Apparently and, so. Well, I said the first thing when it when I watched that trailer in the theater, I forget which movie it was, but I saw the trailer and, and Yeah. I'm, oh, okay. Fine pass. Hard pass. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah, that's uh It's funny because the comment that she's made, so we'll address it, which is Elizabeth Banks made a comment apparently, and I, I don't know. She directed the film? Or she yeah, produced she or? produced it too. Okay. All right. So she made a comment to Wall Street Journal magazine, uh, I guess that she's been facing criticism for rebooting the franchise, and her quote was, you've had 37 Spider-Man movies and you're not complaining. She would have been better off basically saying the second part of the quote and missing that part, which is, I think women are allowed to have one or two action franchises every 17 years. I feel totally fine with that. Which, the second part's legit. The first part, not so much. And and that's the part where I kind of, I had my issue. I have, yeah. I have my issue with this, which is it's it's now popular to bash. Yes, it is. You know, amongst the movie, Hollywood, right? If your movie sucks, bash a Marvel movie. If right. you can't get a job, bash a Marvel movie. If you can't, if 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 you if you if you can't get on the big screen, bash a Marvel movie. It's getting you to know? be like uh, on the South Park meme. They took good germs. Yeah. Well, I just it's like I said, it's just gotten to a point well, it's, where it's, it's got it's becoming. What do you call it? It's becoming. Uh, it's becoming Hollywood's biggest pastime now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it really is. It's it's, and and the worst part is is it's like you can get a, it's like there are there's enough people out there that I think are a little tired. I think there are people that are tired of the nerd culture. I think there really are. I think there are people who are tired of the. Okay, everything is. Some sort of, you know, like Scorsese said, everything's some sort of circus and some sort of big budget, boom, explosions, all kinds he of said crazy like, He crap. said, like, the, uh, compared it to a theme park ride. 
Right. Well, you know. Yeah. But. You know. Yeah. yeah but then you know. they've got people in the. Uh, in the what you call it, the Hollywood or pop culture analysts saying that it's not healthy for or whatever. I don't know. Well, like I said, hey, you know, in the meantime, you know, in the meantime, I'm sure it drummed up a hell of a lot of people to go see his stupid movie. But the the part where I kind of laugh about, and it's funny, I will probably see that. I will. I. Assuming I, I have been waiting, a buddy of mine has Netflix, and I think The Irishman is on this weekend. Oh, it's this weekend. I think The Irishman Same. comes on this weekend. Oh. So I will. There's odds that I might see it this weekend. Okay. So we'll we'll see if that's the case. But you know, the part that kind of frustrates me there there's something to be said a little bit about what Banks says, which is, yeah, she's got a point, which is. There should be more franchises and more opportunities for women like that. The problem I have with it is, I think you're going to agree with me on this one, Mike. Is I I don't know about you, but I feel like there's quite a few properties that are out there right now that are pretty friendly to women right now. That are big franchise opportunities. Well, recent ones, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's talking about every 17 years. I can point in the last three where there are, you know, Wonder Woman off the top of my head. Yep. Captain Marvel. Yep. You know, the the biggest, the you know, you've got episode nine coming out. That's fronted by a woman. Yeah. You episode know, and, seven and eight. Yeah. She was on the front of that poster. Right. Well. Seven, I'll give you that it was a lot more Harrison Ford. And but she's still on the front of that poster. Right. But, I mean, really, in reality, by eight and nine, it really was about Ray. For them. Well, I shouldn't say that. Really, in eight, a lot of people thought it would be the Luke movie. Now it's really kind of her movie, though. Yeah. Well, she's, but, but, yeah, she's, she's been well, in the, that, front, the forefront. She's the main yeah. character in the, in, the, in the latest Star Wars arc. That's huge. And, and Jyn Erso was the front... Right. Uh, in Rogue One. Right. Right. Exactly. Or the the female character in Solo. You know, yeah. there's a Black Widow movie coming out in, ne- in next in, year. In, in in spring. Harley Quinn somebody said to me, Harley Quinn's coming out in the in February. Oh yeah, that, that animated Harley Quinn. No, 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 the the Birds of Prey movie. Oh the Birds of Prey, yeah. And, the and, actual and, live yeah. action. Right. And Margot so, Robbie. Yeah. Yeah, the Margot Robbie thing. So that's so that's kind of why I kind of laugh because it's like women are women should have these opportunities. They are. What yeah, and not just watching? Supergirl. You look at the yeah. what broadcast television today. Yeah, and a lot of them have uh, women leads. Yeah, yeah. No, that's and that's why I kind of laugh when I see this. It's like, could there be more? You're right. Do we have to still make up for years of that? Probably. At the same time, to sit there and say about you've had 37 Spider-Man movies. Yeah, women are doing okay right now. There's a lot of stuff for for if you are – this is a good time to be raising a young woman watching young women on screen. And things – yeah, and television and, and movies. Yes. 
And the other thing is, and this is this is the other part that I kind of laugh about, which is, and, and I was just thinking about this earlier today. Think back to when they did the Charlie's Angels movie, the first one, okay? Think about who some of the people were in that movie. Do you remember who they were? Uh, Lucy Liu. Right. Uh, was it Cameron Diaz? Yep. I don't remember who the other one was. And Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore, she was, okay. She pretty much was producing, I think, I th- right. if I remember correctly. Yep. But, but the long and the short of it is, would you say Lucy Liu, who had just come off of, like, can't remember what movie she had just come, what movie or TV show, but she was, like, really... No, you know what it was? She was just had done just out done Ally McBeal, which was a hot show for Fox. Cameron Diaz had just gotten done doing the mask. Okay. And Drew Barrymore was Drew Barrymore. If you understand what I'm getting yeah, at. Yeah, the two thousand Charlie's Angels. Um it made uh over over two hundred sixty million dollars that year. But the point I'm here's two thousand. Here's here's the reason I'm saying this. Okay, I'm looking of the names that I'm looking up of the three women. Now I'll admit maybe these are people who are popular somewhere else and I I don't know them. But of the three names, the only name I recognize is Kristen Stewart. Right. I don't recognize the other two at all. No, I don't. And. That's, I think, part of the problem is the trailer was such where I was like, eh, and then I looked at the three people in it, and I was like, eh, yeah. and that was it. Yeah. And and I'm sorry, really, this movie is, yeah, Elizabeth Banks is in the movie playing Bosley. Great, wonderful. But Elizabeth Banks isn't going to be in the movie that much. Now, if Elizabeth Banks was one of the people who was one of the three, maybe, but she wasn't going to be one of the three. If you under, you know, you know, yeah. and and the other thing is, okay, I don't think there's any connection to the previous Charlie's Angels. Okay, fine. I, I guess you don't have to. Yeah, there wasn't like a like a interest. passing of the torch or anything like that. Right. That that might have spiked some interest. I, I don't. You know, it, it, again, there's not a lot of star power in this movie other than Kristen Stewart. So I'm kind of like sitting here going. You just expected this to be sold on the Charlie's Angel name when Kristen Stewart. I think you're making an error and a mistake in judgment there. You know, yeah, well, versus, they didn't want to go with um, big names. Right. Well, it seems like the only big name that they really seem to want to go no, it with was Kristen just, Stewart. Yeah. And, and that, you know, good for her. Um, okay. You know, good for her. I'm, I'm glad she's fronting a major franchise like that again. But... Like I said, to me, that the, I think there's a few things that they miscalculated. And it has nothing to do with the fact that there were about the quote-unquote 37 Spider-Man movies. Yeah. You know, that's... Maybe, that's just, maybe it was just an offhand remark that... It probably was, and it's gotten blown out of contest, yeah. context in the nerd world. But, you know, this, this is why you got to... The problem is, 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 is it... Was it her blowing off frustration... Or is it now? Is it now? Everybody is. 
you know, everybody, every, you know, when in doubt, like we just said, when in doubt, bash a Marvel movie. Hmm. I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, I, I don't have a good answer for it. Yeah, it's. Well, like I said, it was just yeah. The the trailer had enough of it. I mean, we've we've seen a lot of these movies where you have like the the action heroes, but they're just I don't know. It, it's not. I mean, obviously not for me. I'm I'm ill equipped. Ill ill. What you call it? I'm not right now? qualified to give a response, and that's going to incriminate me anyway if I say. Right. So, so here's here. Let me give you an example <laughs> of how how right away I I'd go see that movie. Okay. If it's Kristen Stewart, and I don't know, Jennifer Lawrence, I go. We've seen enough of Jennifer Lawrence uh, do some action stuff with the X Men, right? Well, and not the like Hunger that, Games, but Hunger Games, right? But the point being is, okay, I'd buy it. I, and that's the problem I'm having is I'm trying to find, I'm trying to think of names of people of, of draws who, right. who who would be able to do that genre. That's that's yeah. the other interesting part is is it's like okay, um, you know, because it's like okay, could Amy Adams pull it off? I have no idea. I don't think so. Well. I mean, that would be a, interesting, but I don't think... They said this cool. is, like, one of the worst box office weekends as far as just, like, people going to the theaters. Like, mm-hmm. this is one of the lowest weekends for as far as ticket sales of the year. Yeah, well, but that doesn't... Well, gee, I wonder why. Disney Plus came out, and there's really nothing. Everyone's waiting on the big holiday blockbusters. Right. Right, exactly. I mean, I've I've even joked with my yeah. with with my mom and my aunt who usually like to go for the holidays and for for the holidays for stuff, and they're like, "We'll go see Cats. You can go see Star Wars." You know? Did you buy a like, ticket for Star Wars? No. I'm gonna do my usual sneak in, find a day, find a time. Yeah. I, I really don't want to go in the prime times anyway. I just don't. No, I'll be going that. Friday night. I've got one other ticket. I got a couple of people I got to see who would fill that seat that's that, that Friday night. But uh, so yeah. Uh, but no, I'm not. Yeah, it's 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 been disappointing, and I'm disappointed that Terminator franchise hasn't done as well. So we'll see. I'm curious to see on an international level how that works. It's doing well, but they're saying as of now they're saying Paramount's looking to lose about a hundred million. Uh, which is unfortunate, you know, because it's not likely they're going to make another one. And I think they've done a good job of passing the torch. But yeah, well, but, it, like like we said, like I said to you previously, my my biggest headache with it is, is you've done a lot of bad Terminator movies. In yeah, fourth time's the charm, right? And and I think at that point, people's reaction is, yeah, yeah great. I'll I'll wait till it comes on DVR. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think that's that's. Or it'll come on a streaming service, and I'll watch it then. You know, people. You know, this is and this is the other. This is the other part of that conversation, Mike. Is and and this is the one we we have on a regular basis, which is there's only so much money that people have to go to the theater on a regular basis and buy the food to drop and, up to fifteen dollars a ticket. Right. When you they're know. paying seven bucks a month for hundreds of movies. And shows right, and even with a list, it's still. I mean, 
fine. If you bought a, like, for example, if you bought, like, one of the passes, like, if you bought A-List from AMC, great. You get a certain amount of movie, That's unlimited like what, movies for... Yeah, yeah well, it's 21, month. I think it's for a those, uh, uh, isn't Regal doing that, too? Regal Unlimited? Yeah, I think Regal's doing it Where as it's, well. like, $21 a month, so right. you go twice a month, it pays for it. Right. But I don't... Well, if you're going prime hours, yeah. Yeah. But, that, and that's the other thing. But it, here's what it doesn't do. It's not like they let you bring in your outside food. You, gotta, you get a discount. And sm- you know, that's the one beautiful part about, about about cold weather is you can wear the winter jacket and it's like, yeah, that's, hmm, that's what, what we can did I for, smuggle into the movie theater? That's what me? we did for Avatar. Um, yeah. A bunch of my friends, we stopped at a Big Lots and we yeah. got all our candy and, and, and pop and we went in to see Avatar. Yeah. And, you know, you hear... Hey, you know what? <laughs> you know what? The prices... Hey, look, the prices are a little insane. Well, we know, you know why, You can't do but that all the time. You can't, no. And I can't... I don't... I can't justify paying $6 for a, 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 a cup of Coke. Right. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, it, it gets to a point where it's like... And, and then the worst part is... The good news is, you and I are single. Imagine if we had kids... Right. We had children. Yeah. Little babies. Right. Gets expensive. You know, I, I, yeah. I don't know at, how some of my friends with kids And do all the concerns. That's why I'm not going to the theater the Friday because we got the Frozen and now yeah, that's going to be crazy. And there. Well, I mean, like, for example, kids. you know, I, I have a buddy of mine who's got two kids. Okay, we're going to we go. We're going to go see Star Wars. We're going to go see an IMAX 3D. We got to get the popcorn. We got to get all the stuff. By the time he's done, by the time he's done paying, he's paid almost what, hundred bucks? Yeah. Yep. That's like Star going Wars. to a ball game. Yeah. You know that's that's that's. You know that uh, that's there's your answer. There's part of your answer. Yep. Is is yeah, you know. Prices are, are prices are high, food's expensive, and you know it's it's pro you know yeah we we you know you want the theater experience that's why I laugh in some ways about Scorsese when he sits there and he says about about amusement park well yeah I don't feel like paying fifteen dollars to watch a movie that I'm gonna sit there for three hours and sit there and go. Oh, that was profound, and I spent the whole. <laughs> that bunch was thought provoking. Yeah, that was thought provoking, and I spent fifteen dollars plus plus all my money on a on a Mondo Coke and a. That's the other thing. Profound, great. That means it's a three hour movie, and I bought the Mondo Coke, and at some point I need to go to the bathroom. You know. Mm-hmm. Great, wonderful. You know I'm gonna miss the most, and it's like great. What, what's the part I miss so that I don't care? <laughs> you know it's yeah well, at least the 3d thing is dying out so good on that until avatar comes up again yeah whatever you, you know that that's coming again I'm sure because james cameron will james cameron's made comments about how well you know they just didn't understand and i'm going to show them how this could be such a great medium for what it was and blah 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 and i'm like yeah whatever <laughs> 
I can count on one hand the number of 3D movies I've been to in the last decade. Yeah. So, no. Well, I told you the biggest mistake I made was, and I should have gone back and done it, which is the only, one of the movies more recently that I would like to have seen in 3D would have been Ready Player One. That might have been amazing to see in 3D. But that assumes it would have been what I think it should have been. I don't know. For the most part, 3D has just been kind of lame. But that's me. Yeah. What so else do we have in news? A Snyder Cut. A Snyder Cut. So Jesus. Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot. We like to say, I like to say Gal Gadot better. I don't uh-huh. know which how it's pronounced. I don't care. Gal Gadot. Uh, and as long as she doesn't like break your arm with arm with Krav Maga, you're yeah. fine. And uh, Ben Affleck. And apparently Jason Jason Momoa have all gone on social media. With hashtag release the Snyder Cut. Yeah. Okay. Like, at this point, sure, why not? I don't care. I still haven't... Like, I've got them both here. I still haven't watched the Ultimate Cut to BVS. I really should. I've heard... I hear it's better. I don't know. I just, yeah. I'll have to I've heard get that in the mood. Too. Well, we got... Well, well, well. I've heard that, too. My headache with it is, is that... Let me see if I got this right. It's even longer to make it better. That's not. That doesn't help me at all. <laughs> they, like, and they did. Really? They did leave some stuff out to help. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I uh, longer scenes. Maybe, with... maybe here's the thought. Maybe the the problem is is that your script didn't work, or if you can't figure out a way to put these two guys on the screen and make it interesting, you got bigger problems. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah. So um, okay. So fine. Maybe someday we will see the Snyder Cut. But uh, I, I think people I say it doesn't coming. exist. We'll see. I think I know what it's coming. If I was them, fine. You want the Snyder Cut? Great. It's available on HBO Max. Right. Pay pay your fifteen bucks for the month, and you can watch the Snyder Cut. Right. And but all the nerds said, "Okay." Yeah. Uh. And more DC news. You and I posted this almost simultaneously to the Squad's oh, Roundtable Facebook thing. page. Dwayne The Rock Johnson posted a picture of some artwork. It was rather good artwork, actually. Is that official? Yeah. Well, I'm uh, assuming it's official. I thought it was just like he's... fan art or something. No, well, maybe it's not official. I have no idea. All but... I know is that's the official date, apparently, because... They're getting to work on it, so... The Rock okay. is going to play Black Adam? You know, yeah. I didn't... I didn't... I haven't watched Shazam since uh, I watched it in the theater once. It was good. I liked it. I didn't hate it. But I haven't watched it again since. And I've I've had, you know, walked past it in the store. I'm like, yeah, well, there's the DVD of it. And like, hey. Yeah. But... Well... Not, yeah, Shazam. I mean, and we I, we talked a little bit about Shazam. Yeah, more, yeah. Where it was just, I, I felt it was a good movie for kids. I felt it, you know, I thought I felt it was a little more aimed towards kids than it was. Yes, it was. The fan, the the you know, if you were a comic book fan, um, I do think that there were some things that I would have done a little differently. But that's just me. Uh, I'm curious. I think to it'd be how... great if this Black Adam is ties into. Uh... Zachary Levi's Shazam. 
Well, at some point it's going to have to. I hope so. I, I imagine at some point it has to. The other interesting question is, you know, in recent, in the last 10 to 20 years, Black, Black Adam's history has been tied with or to um, Hawkman and Hawkgirl. And, or Hawkwoman, I should say. And it would be interesting if somehow that's a backdoor way to bring that to bring that to bring them in, but I'm not I'm not sure, and we'll see. Yeah, we'll see so that's exciting. I mean, we we'll, talked we'll about see. this uh, for a while. Yeah. Well, in, in fairness, when you're the Rock and you've got the schedule that you've got, <laughs> you know, it's been a it's been a while since he's been signed into this yeah. movie, and it's now, just taken forever up to get to it. Now, did he? Uh... Did he finish Ballers? Or is they still doing yeah, that? Ballers is done. Okay. Ballers is done. But yeah, that's the other thing. Is it Jumanji coming out sometime in December? Christmas. Is it Christmas? Is it yeah. that the, is that the same day as Star Wars? It might be. I think it no might be way. the week before. It might be the weekend before. They gotta be doing it. I was shocked that Cats is coming out the same day as Star Wars. Yeah, good luck with that's that. That's nuts. No, they'll get people. They'll get people. There are people who don't want to see Star Wars. Yeah. You know, you know the Taylor Swift fans who don't know who who don't know who Tool is. <laughs> yeah. God. Where's this Star Wars thing? We should all be going to see Taylor Swift look like a cat. R two D two. Yeah, seen it before. Yeah. What's in R two D two? I don't even know what a BB eight is. It's like a what? It's like a round ball. That's the ball one. R2-D2 is the one with the legs. Yeah, really. Anyway, yeah. Lots of Star Wars stuff in the next few years. So. Yeah, it's no, hey, to... if the Mandalorian is as good as you claim. And it that's... is. It's good. The, only two episodes in, but it it keeps me wanting. Uh, is the baby Yoda, let me ask you this. Is the baby Yoda thing a one-time thing, or is that in episode two as well? The baby Yoda is in episode two, and I know it's not Yoda, because Yoda right. died in Jedi. We well, like everybody said, what else are you gonna? Call well, what are you gonna call a name it? for that thing? <laughs> I mean, you you read the you play the role playing game, the Star Wars books. Isn't there a name for his race? No. All these years, right, dude? No, we all joked about that today. As a matter yeah. of fact, it's like nobody knows what race Yoda is. We've never figured that one out. It's not been in books. It's not been in comics. It's not been in anything. Yeah. Strange. It's never been in anything. That's why everybody's calling it Baby Yoda. And like, we have no idea. Like, and these books, I remember seeing these books in the day. And like, there's a, like a whole, like two pages of background story for this one dude that was in the cantina for 3.2 seconds. And he's got a whole backstory, his whole world, home planet, their culture, and nothing for Yoda. So. Well, it's weird because we do have stuff for Yoda, but none of it has to do with where he comes from huh. or any of that kind of, or what race he is. Yeah. None of it, it's it's all as a Jedi or a Jedi Master level. It's almost like Yoda's the the, the Dungeon Master. <laughs> yeah, kind of. NPC Dungeon Master, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, hey, you know, it's funny. Now that I'm thinking about Yoda, I don't know why. This, oh, because he used to be a Muppet. I did see the 50th anniversary of the Sesame Street um, thing that was on PBS. Really? It wasn't bad. 
It wasn't bad. Even it was, you know, obviously aimed towards kids, but still kind of enjoyable. Okay. Um, they who was on there? Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Nora Jones, Whoopi Goldberg, uh, Elvis Costello, and, and Kermit the Frog singing "It's Not Easy Being Green." Mm-hmm. Um. Trying to think of who else. Uh, Solange Knowles, Beyonce's sister. But yeah, there were. It, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was kind of funny. It was cute. But okay. uh, yeah, fifty years and it, it fifty years of that and ninety one is Mickey and Minnie. Crazy. Hmm. Crazy. 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 Wow. So, I don't, I don't know. I got nothing. So it's yeah, like yeah. a good time to. Yeah. I, that's just, yeah. We haven't, I don't, not any other news. Uh, I suppose you said you're not going to go see anything this weekend. So. Well, I might see Irishman. Oh, that's right. That's coming up on Netflix this weekend. I okay. might see Irishman. I don't think I'm going to see, I don't think I'm going to get to the theater tomorrow. If I was going to go, it's going to be tomorrow. Um. Yeah, it'll be tomorrow. I'm. I'm not. I'm not. But honestly, between me and you, uh, I'd rather spend money to go watch Thursday night football with my team, the Colts, because apparently the Bears aren't my. Because we're not going to talk about the Bears anymore. No. Um. No, I would. I. I wasn't even watch the game. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, no. Yeah. Uh, oh, and the Survivor Series is this weekend, so maybe I'll watch Survivor Series this weekend. Okay, if you can catch that one episode w- of, I do, uh... the w- I do have the WWE Network, and so maybe I'll watch that. Okay. Um, no, maybe if here. I can it's catch. Here, by, the way, be, by the way, it's here. It's in town. They're in town this weekend. They're here. They're in Chicago. Yeah, they're. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. What are you at they're the? They're in town at the at uh, at Allstate. Allstate, okay. All weekend, so mm-hmm. they're doing the live show for Fox on Friday night. You know, they're doing the NXT show on Saturday. They're doing Survivor Series on Sunday, mm-hmm. and then they're doing Raw on Monday night here. Uh, the interest. It's funny. The only thing that intrigues me, if I knew more about NXT, I might consider it. Because they're going to do the old school war, war games match from like back in the day from like back from like the WCW days where they do like the two rings where it's covered over by a cage and all that stuff. It's kind of badass, hmm. but. Um, yeah, I said deal. you get You should watch that Toys I Made Us about the wrestling. You'd, you'd, you'd enjoy that. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll get... But um, what other thing I just wanted to uh, elucidate. That uh, I might go see Ford versus Ferrari this okay. week. We'll see. But now uh, I'm not hey. up for much. Like I said, it's yeah, it's yeah. I'm not. I like I said to me, I'm just not feeling it at the moment. Uh, I guess. There, by the way, I guess there was some sort of fatal twist for The Walking Dead that I'm kind of like, whatever. <laughs> A I fatal twist in the show called The Walking Dead. I'm Apparently shocked. Apparently so. I'm shocked. You know, I, I, it made me sit there and think, it's like, are, how many people are really watching The Walking Dead still? I don't know. I mean, they still, they have the Walker Stalker cons. I mean, they still have right. the conventions. They're still filling those uh, yeah. 
convention centers up. I guess the numbers are still good enough because, I mean, they I are guess. in, what, a third series or something, right? It's, it's, I thought there was just three of them. I thought there was just two. That there was The Walking Dead and there was Fear of the Walking Dead. Right, and I think they're launching a third. Okay. Yeah. I guess the numbers are good enough. I, I, I just don't – I just didn't imagine that they were doing the kind of numbers that they used to do. I don't think they're doing those numbers. But I could be wrong. Who knows? Yeah. So. Oh, well. But the content is there, so just go out and enjoy it. The other thing that was funny, I saw something on Facebook. I'm curious your thought. Um, favorite John Candy role? Barf. Spaceballs. Okay. Second place would be train, planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, it was funny. That was um, – there were four that were listed, and it was funny because some of the ones that weren't listed – were, that's one of them that wasn't listed was Barf I totally forgot about. Yeah. Um, the other was Ox from Stripes was not listed at all. Yeah. Lean Green Fighting Machine. Yep. And uh, the other thing that wasn't listed at all, and I and I get why because it probably wasn't a big commercial success, but Who's Harry Crumb yeah, was not listed. I, also, I, I liked it better than Uncle Buck. I, I liked I Uncle wasn't... Buck, and I like him and Uncle Buck. I just feel like... And I liked him in the Great Outdoors. With yeah, that was Jennifer. one of the ones that got listed. Yeah, was... that one was okay. Hold on, let me go find it. It was but Uncle who's Harry Crumb was a kind of eh, kind of. It was a really dry comedy. I, I yeah, see, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed like all the stupid costume changes and the yeah. Inspector Crusoeisms and mm-hmm. and all that stuff to it. That, that was fine. You know. The He's one in... line about you find that crazy type prayer, you'll find your kidnappers. That's right. That's right. Is, is one of the greatest <laughs> things of all time. Yeah. Or or the part where he's sitting there talking about how he's figured it all out, and then he doesn't realize that the one guy was was the guy, and he's like, "Book him," and he's like, "I don't know how you figured it out." <laughs> yeah. No, I like I said, I always liked the Harry Crumb movie. It, it, if anything, it was the one movie where I was like, "Man, they should make another." Um, and they never did. Oh, I think that Knives Out movie is coming out with Ryan from Ryan Johnson is coming out soon too. But no thanks. It's and I Ryan guess that Johnson. sequel. I don't know if it's a prequel or sequel to The Shining. That Doctor Sleep. Oh, that it, came out. That yeah. didn't do well. Yeah, it didn't. No. No, that that You're just another that, franchise that might be just dead. That's the wrong time of year. It's horror. They should put that in uh, closer to Halloween. Yeah, the six the six options they gave for favorite John Candy character were Uncle Buck. Yeah. Uh, Jack, the the guy when he played in Summer Rental. Oh, I'm sorry, Buff is on here. I didn't look. Okay, so it was Uncle Buck, mm-hmm. the guy from Summer Rental. Summer Rental was good. Yeah. Uh, when he played Chet Ripley from Great Outdoors. Great Outdoors. Uh, Barf from Spaceballs. Mm-hmm. Spike Nolan, who is from Brewster's Millions with Richard Pryor. Eh, that was okay. Yeah, that was okay. Uh, and then Del Griffith from Planes, Trains, Automobiles. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I feel like... Um, yeah, I was a little surprised because it's like, where's, where's, where's Ox from Stripes? Because that scene with the mud wrestling is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Yeah, in my life. that was pretty um, cutting edge. Yeah, at the time? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. My big man has 340 whatever the heck it is. <laughs> oh, what other Bill ones Murray's, is he? Bill Murray's, Bill Murray's like sitting there and he's like, 
He's like, you're already back. You're already and he had that, to go back in there. And he had a great supporting role in uh, uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. Yeah. Of course, well, that's and, not a that's not like, a con- oh, John Candy role. That's a supporting role. Oh, and I'm sorry. We've all forgotten Orange Whip, Orange Whip, Orange yeah, Whip. Yeah, exactly. For the Blues Brothers, yeah. sure. We're in a truck. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. yeah. There's, there's more, there's more than the six that I listed. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I, I'm partial to Harry Crumb. I think Harry Crumb was is probably one of my favorite roles that he's ever done. Mm-hmm. But um, then I, he did make one serious for... role with, um, uh, was it Ali Sheedy? Only no. The Lonely. Yeah, only the Lonely. That's right. Remember, only because of the Roy Orbison song. That's how I remember it. Yeah. So yeah, John Candy, yeah, and then uh, well, of course, Cool Runnings, but yeah, boy, you know what? You—that's a good point. I had forgotten about Cool Runnings. That was like the feel-good movie of that year. Feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. That's <laughs> bobsled time. <laughs> so okay, so I think we're done this week. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. I needed oh. to tell you. What? One more thing. Okay. Because I don't want to do this on News of the Squared. Okay. So, available Thanksgiving, get this, the Maury Povich game. That <laughs> you are not the father Maury Povich game. Is this in stores now? It's going to be apparently on Amazon. Okay. It, it, apparently in, after on Thanksgiving. Okay. You can play the game on the internet or... Apparently no, it's a game you buy. It's like a board game. It's like a so it's like a, a social game. Okay. Apparently Mori Povich is doing is doing it's like a board game kind of game. Okay. It, it, it's I actually I think I put it on the Squares page. It's the you are not it's basically you know how they do that see that whole thing where he like the people the guy will come out there and they'll be like the woman's like, I'm positive you're the father. You're the father. You're the father. Blah, 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 blah. And I'd be like, you are not the father. Or you are the father, that kind of thing. So apparently there's a game. You now are not the father game. of the game. Mm-hmm. It's on Amazon. Available November 27th on Amazon. Uh, yeah. So it'd be a good game for the Christmas party. Good. Yeah. Yeah, that would be... Uh... Well, there's only two games that he's really popular... In fairness, there's two things at this point that Maury, the Mori Povich show is popular for. Which is, you are not, is the lie detector, you are not the father. Yeah. Which, and which one's the, which one's a woman and which one's a transsexual. Oh. <laughs> um, I seem to remember too many days when we were watching that in college where people are making bets and it's like, God forbid you got it wrong. If you know what I mean. It's like, right, right. which one did you pick again? What? What are you trying to tell me? Nope. 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 Not that there's anything wrong with it. So. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway. Uh, what do we, what, 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 how can they find us? Where can they find us? Where can they find Ivan if we ever get him back? Well, we'll get Ivan Coles. back, I'm sure. We're He'll find Coles. his way back. If he's got to eat sometime. So yeah, that's true. To, this is where he comes to, to, to eat, <laughs> yeah, actually. Seriously. We're on Instagram and Twitter at SOTRT Podcast. We're on YouTube. Click the bell, subscribe. You'll know when new content drops. And of course, our sister show, News of the Squared. Shout out to Scott. 
Scott. And you'll see those crazy articles on our Facebook page. Follow us there. We appreciate it. We're on Spotify. We're on Podbean. We're on Anchor. We're on Google. We're on Apple. Leave us a review. We'd appreciate it very much. Email yeah, we us. Yeah, a couple five-star reviews. Yay! On At least on iTunes. There you go. Email us at SOTRP. Oh, my shit. I've been saying this for <laughs> 77 episodes. Maybe I'll get it right this week. That's huh? okay. Email us at SOTRTPodcast at gmail.com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Yeah. Well, thanks again for joining us this week. And, uh, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll talk soon. And, uh, we'll you know, usually this is where Ivan, like, wants to get the last word. So we're missing him this week. So. Yeah. Anyway. Have a good night. Yep. Or day. Or whatever you're listening. <laughs>